Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for June 1st with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell and Grant's here as well. Oh, I can tell the carpenters and contractors are hard at work in the studio today. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're uh, trying to get things all, uh, you know, uh, well, it was, it was supposed to be done uh, for your arrival, so we do apologize. Uh, it was just for, we want it to be good nice for you, Percy. And the red carpet isn't out there either. What? The red carpet is not out there for us oh, to walk through. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll let you <laughs> well, down again. Well, you know what? I, I shouldn't be sarcastic because I'll tell you what. I'm a little embarrassed, Dan. I've Why got are you to, I've got to out myself, and it's, it has nothing to do with Grant because he's a professional. Yes. <laughs> I, I did a sports show on, on Monday without you, Yeah. and I didn't even mention the Toronto Blue Jays. I mentioned that stupid motor car, like, Auto motor, racing. motor car motor car right whatever you want to call it auto racing i mentioned that over baseball but i never mentioned i never mentioned the blue jays one over the blue jays i know it's terrible so let's start with the blue jays oh yeah, absolutely the blue jays are on fire six in a row so in a week we've gone from saying hey when are they going to pick it up to they're picking it up yes. they're 28 and 20 looking a lot better they're hitting the ball now officially yep. but you know what i think the difference is dan They've, they weren't taking walks at all, and they were swinging at pitches. They're all good hitters. As you said, they feel they can hit anything. But they had eight walks the other game. They're now being selective at the plate. Yes. And it makes a heck of a difference, right? No, no, for sure. And, and we look at that lineup thinking, oh, man, look at these bats. But to be a little more patient because these pitchers, they can't pitch around anybody when you have a full lineup. Well, there's one guy that I did not realize, and not to, to, to drop on one guy, but there's two guys that really aren't hitting well, and Guerrero's one of them. He's, he's okay, but Vladdy Guerrero is not an okay hitter, stats-wise. He should For be sure. a superstar. T. Oscar's numbers, like he now last night he drove in a couple of runs. He's been 9 for 69, Dan, with seven singles. Like, that can't happen. Yeah. This is a this is a gold glove winning uh, guy that hit over 300, nine singles in 69 yeah. at-bats. So he's coming now. Uh, Alejandro Kirk, two home runs last night. He's got a good bat, you know. He's a he's a strange looking little fella, but boy, can he <laughs> he can motor. He and he can motor too. He's a That's fast right. runner. Yeah, I was I was uh, smiling <laughs> to myself watching him run there. But you know yeah. what? He's got he's another like that's a deep it's like lineup. A little corgi dog running around the bases. I know he's not very tall, is he? No. But he's, I'll tell you what, he's a great ball player, and he's young, too. He's only about 22 years old. So the Blue Jays, a nice win last night against the White Sox. They they four out of the L.A. Angels, and nobody does that. Yeah. They went into Los Angeles and won four straight games. Yeah, and I love all the positive talk, but we've got to touch on Berrios. I yeah, mean, that's his, where velo- I, yeah. his velocity's way down. Yeah, what's you know, and then the comment made was, "Well, I'm wondering if he's pitched too many innings in his career." I'm thinking, "Whoa, is this is this the way it's going to be?" You know, I yeah. like there's something wrong. And we knew we were watching him in his first appearance with the Jays, yeah. and he got shelled. Yes, and that nothing has truly changed since then. He's had a couple of decent outings, but most of them have have been shaky and short. You know, so hopefully he can find himself. But you do got the magic of Pete Walker. Yeah, well, let's hope Pete can bring him around, right? Yeah. And he normally does, right? No, for sure. And and let's face it, Gosman, uh, Ryu, to a lesser degree, the, the pitching has Manoa. been pretty good. Now, on on a negative, I really like Ryan. I like Ryan Barecki as a pitcher. They brought him in as a young, young guy to pitch when they didn't have anybody to pitch. He looked good, a lice lefty. He is done with the Jays. They sent him to assignment and said, uh, go Thank find you. yourself another team at 28 years old. He was the longest-serving Jay. 
which really? which is shocking to me. Wow. He was there in 2012, so I feel kind of sad for him. Hopefully he can land somewhere else because I think he's still got a pretty good arm. No, for sure. So blue, the Blue Yays are good. Um, now, <laughs> let's get on to hockey. Colorado and Edmonton, 8-6. It's 14 a, goals. 14 goals, and it's exactly What's what Vegas I said. What's Vegas going to do with the over-under for the oh, next game? Oh, they're going to go crazy. These guys are ne- are going to score like this. This is going to be the way it is. Yeah. You know with the high-octane speed and everything else. Is it high-octane versus poor goaltending? Well, you know what? I didn't think like the goaltending the, was that horrific. I think – you, now, you might disagree with me. Well, 14 goals, guys, man. These guys are coming. These are elite chances, though. Well, I, I know that, but 14 goals, know, it's, it's unheard little, of in I the playoffs. I guess it's a little over the top, isn't it? I don't know. Like it's uh, and, and you have guys like like Makar, who's you know a Norris candidate. Uh, but I get it. You have top guy in the world versus top guy in the world. And yeah, and you they, do. That's right. And they have, you know, they can like their top lines are are just unbelievable. But then it still trickles down that you have other guys like Bashan and goals like you know the Cassians line and stuff like that. Derek Ryan who hasn't yeah. scored and yeah, you know what I and, I, and so like I, I get it that you have uh, McDavid and McKinnon out there and and the the forwards and the, just the firepower that they have, but. 14 goals, like that's, the goaltending's got to be way better on both sides. Uh, without, yeah, without. Like I could see, you know, it was, what was it, 7-4? And then it was all, like, next thing you know, it's 7-6? I know, no, it's it was a shootout. There's no question. But it will, the goaltending will get better. Yeah. If, but, but I don't think it's all about goaltending. I just think these guys generate some really elite chances. And you know who caught my attention last night in the loss was Dreisaitl again. He made some tremendous passes. He backdoored one to Nugent Hopkins. This guy is a great athlete, and he's playing injured. They say he's got a leg injury. Well, I hate to think what he's going to be like when his leg feels better. But they're they're two very talented teams, right? They deserve to be there. And then as far as a kind of not a first-line guy, but I love watching Kadri play right now. Okay, what do you see in Kadri? Uh, everything the Leafs need. Great. You know, like everything <laughs> Great, they need. Man. He's got <laughs> skill. Uh, he's got speed. Uh, and he actually is, you know, he plays in it with a fearless presence. Yeah. And and he doesn't doesn't stop coming, like hard on the forecheck, gets back. He's, he's playing a, a fantastic, uh, like last night he looked great. He's looked great throughout the whole playoffs. I mean, we, we haven't really watched too much of their games just because of the fact that, uh, you know, we, we, you know, naturally focus more on the East until it gets going. But True. I, he's been, he's been a great piece to the, the avalanche's puzzle of winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah. And that's, well, that's a good point. And he's a different hockey player than he was ever in Toronto. He's certainly found his offensive game as well. No, for Tremendous sure. elite talent. Can we talk about the Kale McCarr off? I am so tired of these offsides. Yeah. That aren't called. They wasted yeah. their time. Did you see that? It wasn't close. Yeah, well, but they but they went on the basis that the puck was he was kind of the puck was kind of flipping around and he didn't have control. Well, the he, puck was in. He had control. Yeah. He was he was moving forward with the puck. So you know, I don't know what they're going to do, and I hate the fact that they call that within that they call it in the first place. You see, nice goals called back that could a minute and a half the other side. Yeah. So they've got to figure that out at some well, point. Well, offside should be figured out too because um, like the other player generally is putting themselves out of the play when they're trying to get back onside. Exactly. So it's not affecting 
the play itself. No, they're not. No. So they're going the other way. Like if they're or if they're dragging their leg or whatever. Like if they're ahead of the play in the play, that's that's an easy offside call. But if they're working their way out, and a guy's trying to, and come the out. other guy's coming in, there's there's got to be a, a system there where, like, guess what? You're not part of the play because you're truly not. Yeah, yeah. So right. so away you go, in you go. Yeah. Anyway, it's worth it was worth mentioning the the, the wasted time on that. Um, Tampa and the Rangers. Now you know what? I, I'm not going to discount any team that's made it to the Final Four. The Rangers. You know, you got to remember they have Adam Fox, Panarin. They're deep enough too, and they've got a great goaltender, Shosturkin. Yeah. They better, but they better jump on Tampa tonight, right off the bat, because Tampa have got to be rusty. There's no way Tampa aren't going to be rusty. I think that it's you should have used a different R word, rested. I'm no rusty. They're going to be rusty, Dan. Yeah, rested and rusty. Yeah, the double oh, R's. I think they're just going to come out and just annihilate the New York Rangers. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, it's it's going to be interesting. And you know what? The Rangers. I like their kid line, Lafreniere, Cheadle, Cheadle. Sorry, it's not Don, Don Cheadle. Cheadle. Not Don Cheadle, the actor. Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Cheadle is a great hockey Cheadle, player. Little, little. But they're deep enough with with Fox and that that they, I I think they're in trouble in the series. But they've got to get a jump on them in this game tonight. The only thing that I think that the uh, New York Rangers have that could pose a problem for uh, Tampa is Shesterkin. Right, exactly, because he is an elite goalie, and if he catches he is, fire, right? Yeah, he is so good. Got two great goalies, Vasilevsky. Yes. And um, I don't know. I don't see, like, I, I see that Tampa's got an answer for everything that that uh, the Rangers have. Uh, you know, they, they'll be able to shut down Kreider. They'll be able to uh, deal with the the you know each line as it comes. Like they, Tampa is as well balanced as they come, and they have Vasilevsky. So to say, you know, I, I I don't think that the New York Rangers have a chance. Okay, well I think yeah, and I I have a tendency to agree with you. They'd be lucky to get a couple of games yeah. in theory. I, I agree with yeah. you. Um, clay court tennis, this French Open. This is cool. I like Nadal. I like everything about Rafael yep. Nadal. So in the big match in the quarters, he beat uh, Djokovic in five sets. Yep. He'd already played a four-hour match against Augur Alassim the other day. Yes. So as a I was great on the on pronouncing his name. Well, you nailed it. Okay, today I nailed it. Yes. We'll see how it goes another day. <laughs> okay. Um, but you know what I think is cool? He's a clay court guy. Like this clay court tennis is a different thing altogether. He has only lost three times since 2005 in this no. he says he takes great pride in playing these clay court things so he's you know he's a great player and jerzev beat alcaraz the new young upstart so you know what hats off to nadal because yeah. i like him beating djokovic anyway um leila fernandez our canadian girl unfortunately went down in uh, straight sets to a girl from italy right all right so that's that's unfortunate um basketball we've got golden state and Celtics. boston in Golden State tonight. Now, Dan, who do you like in that? I'm going to throw it right out there. Who do you like in the in the finals this year? Well, as you know, I'm not a huge basketball guy or in, like uh, NBA guy. Right. But in this, in I'd like to see the Celtics win just in the, for the the sake of what they've kind of gone through trying to be. That's it's tomorrow like, night, by the way. Just for what's oh, that? Th- oh, thank you. It's for tomorrow. Granting. Tomorrow night's the tomorrow, okay. Thanks, Grant. Thank you. Anyways, like I'd like to see the Celtics do it, but I have nothing against Golden State. That I like, I want to see Andrew Wiggins. Like Andrew Wiggins is playing amazingly right now. 
Andrew and Wiggins is everything to this team. Exactly. And and as a Canadian, I want to see him win a championship. And you know, so, I mean, I'm I'm I am so Switzerland in this series. It's not funny. Like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair like, enough. You, yeah, you're not. And I'm kind of the same. I'm kind of with you on that. But I'll tell you what, I like everything about Boston. They're talented and young, and they've got a lot of talent. But they're going to have to shoot the ball really well to beat Golden State. Yeah. Period. And as you said, Wiggins is. I did not understand what Wiggins has done for them. He was brought in to supplant Durant. Yeah. They said he's been more than what they would have ever imagined. He's allowed them to reset everything. I think what's really helped for for his development is not having to be the guy. You know, number one draft pick. Uh, you know, when he was uh, in Minnesota, he was like uh, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota yeah, Timberwolves. Sorry. Yes, and. Uh, he, you know, he was the guy. He's their, their, their answer to becoming, you know, getting back to the playoffs, all that sort of stuff. And I think it just it was tough for his own development to, to do that. And he's been able to sit back, watch guys like uh, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry and Draymond Green and these guys that have been there and watch how they put in their day's work. And it's made a difference for him. And depending on where he goes, if he stays in Golden State for the rest of his career, he's going to be an elite player. Very much so. But you got to remember, and you remember this, Dan, when he came out, he was going to be the greatest Canadian sensation ever. Yep. He was supposed to be a mega superstar. They yep. put a lot of expectations on him early on. Yep. And he didn't realize the expectations. Right. And then he was then he was deemed a guy that wouldn't work and he wouldn't practice properly. And all, Well, he's doing it now. No, for sure. So good for him. Um Hey, there's a there's a game, a qualifying match for men's soccer this weekend. What do you mean? It's a beauty. Ukraine and Scotland are playing to see who gets in for the World Cup. For the World Cup, okay. and they said they said it's a funny one because even the Scottish players have said, you know what? Normally it's in Glasgow too. Normally yeah. those fans would be just rabid against the Ukraine, but the poor Ukraine, everybody's on their side, understandably. Yeah. So I just like the fact that they've got the match. I just love that the that Ukraine and they held off on the match. Now, they were supposed to now play what, it. Now what spot opened up? Did they kick Russia out? I am not even sure. I just know it is a one-time qualifier. So okay. I, there's teams that have to qualify. So I, I hope the U Ukraine can beat Scotland, yeah. understandably. No, no, for sure. Now, this is I'm going to scale back on what we talked about today. I'm disgusted well, with Dustin like, Johnson. Oh, it's I'm, a review? Or scale back a review? No, because I was I may be wrong on something. The PGA, so for people that don't know, and it's disgusting, Dustin Johnson is playing in the LIV, which is a Saudi Arabian yep. event next yep. weekend, uh, that goes against the the RBC Canadian Open. Which is his big He is sponsor. a defending champ. Yep. And he is not going to show. He has said, I've thought about it long and hard, and you know, it's just too big an opportunity. He's an RBC ambassador. He's an RBC guy. He's not going to be anymore, yep. I would suggest. And I'm disturbed by this because the PGA said that anybody that does this, that goes against, they weren't given, is out of the PGA Tour. Yep. Well, now what I heard is, well, we're going to figure out how we're going to punish him. So that does not sound to me like he's going to have a lifetime exemption. Well, because he, you know, he left on a syrupy tone. Right. Oh, I'd like to thank the PGA. Yeah, they've done everything for this. Me, and that's and that. why I'm going to go. Like it wasn't like Sergio with the Saudis. It wasn't like Sergio or Phil Mickelson. It was like, you know, giving them the middle finger and saying, "Yeah, I can't wait for the first event." Right. And so, like this guy's like, "Oh, you know, it's been great. You know, my develop like just poured on the syrup." And so now they're they're kind of backtracking because they're like, "Well, 
he's not leaving under uh, duress or, or, or anger. He's leaving, and he just wants to get paid. He wants money, and he yeah. doesn't care at what expense it is. Right? No. But he's one of the top five golfers in the world. Yeah. He's a big-name golfer. And this hurt. I, I'm going to be very intrigued to how the PGA uh, decision they make on this. Right. You know, do they do they stand up and say, you know what, you're done here? That's probably what they should do. Because if you want to stop the tie to this, if you give him a minor slap on the wrist, then you've got other guys that are going to go, I would think. No, for sure. And I don't know. Like, I look at, uh, like, a lot of other sports that that are, and, and uh, let's say, uh, concerts and all those sorts of events right. that happen in, in, in that area, Saudi Arabia. Uh, like, why is it that golf... Like is really getting punished. Like golfers are getting punished. Like when the F one goes there four times a year. Good, very good point. You know, well maybe golf and I we joke about uh, F one, but maybe it's because golf is a maybe a little higher. Well, it's not higher profile no. than than auto racing. No. All right, so that's a really good. Like point. it's just like why why is everyone uh, get it? Like you know, is it is it because it's run by the Saudis? You know, is, of is course, that yeah. was that why? Like I don't get it. In the sense that, you know, if, if everyone wants to take a stand on this, then there shouldn't be any events down there, no matter who's running them. Well, yeah, yeah that's right. Everybody so, should be so everyone, on this. So, you know, we're talking about the golfers and all that sort of stuff. So why would we, why, you know, why is there guys going down there for the Bahrain and the, you know, Saudi F1 and there's tennis events down there and there's all sorts of stuff that's going on. Like there's been, I think there has been PGA events in that area anyways, or, there ha- or European Euro- events. There have been all sorts of European yeah, so, events. So just because, you know, there's uh you know, you have the, the shark over there that's wooing everyone over to his league. Well, as I said, there's going to be a, we can we're going to be talking about it a lot more, but I am kind of shocked. So you've got Kevin Na, you've got Sergio Garcia, and you've yep. got Dustin Johnson at this yep. point, and he's he's certainly syruped it up, as you said, yep. the way he's thanked the PGA. So we we will see what they do, and and I'm just disappointed. Defending champs should be defending the tournament. They don't turn their back, and it doesn't look good on our Canadian Open. It hurts. It hurts our Canadian Open. Now I don't know anything about a, the global banking, but RBC seems to be in a lot of countries. They sure are. Do they are they in Saudi Arabia, or down in that area? No idea. You you know the Arab Emirates like are they down there? I would bet they are. So would they be pulling uh, Dustin Johnson's sponsorship? Well, I think they have to. But if they're he's if already they're there, down, he's right. down there. Do they not want that exposure anyways? Well, the fact that he's not even defending the Canadian Open when he's an RBC ambassador tells you all you need to know. No, for sure. He doesn't care. No, absolutely. So under any circumstance. So it's interesting, eh? Absolutely. Interesting stuff. I'll tell you what, this has been a great show. A lot of content today, thanks to you, Dan. Oh, no, it's all you. Phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. But it's, hey, it's supposed to be a nice weekend, guys, but it's not. It's only Wednesday, and I'm looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Is that okay with you yeah, if I don't absolutely. work for the rest of the week? You know what? Thursday's the start, right? Wednesday's my weekend now. Friday Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. Take care. We'll be back on Friday with more sports.